They say markets work a certain way. They say if you want high returns, you have to accept higher risks. Cox Automotive says, you take the upside, we'll take the risk. Introducing Upside by Cox Automotive, the all-new way to wholesale that turns that old wisdom upside down. Visit takethepside.com to learn more. Welcome to Daily Drive for Thursday, November 17th, 2022. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News. And I'm Kellen Walker. We're coming to you today from the Los Angeles Auto Show, where industry employees and media members are getting a first look at the show floor. Today on Daily Drive, Porsche unveils its 911 Dakar here in LA. Polestar gets a big loan to help tackle its goals in 2023. And Subaru shows a new Impreza, even as it gets rid of another. Plus, we'll hear from automotive news reporter C.J. Moore, who's covering another big industry show happening this week in Cali, Used Car Week in San Diego. I think it's safe to say that the general vibe here is dealers being sort of cautious, taking sort of a cautious outlook as they finish out the rest of the 2022 sale year. Jamie, before we get into today's top stories, what are some of your early impressions of the LA Auto Show this year? Well, it's just, it's vibrant. It's bustling. It is the most lively auto show I've been to since COVID started. I would hope that people would be able to see this, but we are literally sitting at the Hyundai booth on a porch at a house. <laughs> That's right. We're at the Hyundai home, which is a, a, a demo for their solar roof and energy storage, uh, you know, options. And uh, and yeah, they were kind enough to let us uh, pull up a table right here on the on the porch of the Hyundai home. And it's quite cozy. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, all right. Uh, let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. Last night, I took a look at Toyota's concept electric version of its BZ crossover, a smaller version. It's roughly comparable in size to the Toyota Corolla Cross subcompact crossover, smaller than the RAV4-sized BZ4X. Although it's just a concept for now, the model we saw here in L.A. looks like it's ready for production. I asked Toyota North America Group Vice President and General Manager David Christ about whether the automaker plans to roll out a production model soon. He told me there's nothing to announce yet. Obviously, we'll, we'll gauge it by the reaction to the car, but my reaction was like yours. It's pretty, pretty damn great looking car. If a production version comes to the U.S., it will likely be sold as the BZ3X. We'll bring you my full conversation with Chris next week here on Daily Drive. Another big reveal here at the L.A. Auto Show is the new Porsche 911 Dakar. The German high-performance brand is pitching the two-door off-roader as a sports car aimed at the SUV set. The rally-inspired Dakar features a jacked-up suspension, all-terrain tires, and an anti-lock brake system optimized for loose gravel. The 911 Dakar is limited to 2,500 units globally and starts over $220,000. It's expected to hit the U.S. starting next spring. Subaru is dropping the Impreza sedan. Instead, the Japanese brand is focusing efforts in the market for entry-level cars with a redesigned 2024 Impreza hatchback. It will give the sixth-generation compact improved performance, upgraded safety and infotainment systems, and a resurrected hot hatch RS trim level. The Japanese brand revealed the redesigned 2024 Impreza Thursday morning here at the LA Auto Show. It comes 30 years after introducing the first-generation version at the 1992 show. While the brand will discontinue the four-door Impreza after the 2023 model year, it is bringing back the hot hatch RS trim level for the first time since 2007. A Subaru spokesman said the current hatchback version accounted for 73% of Impreza sales so far this year. 
And Swedish EV startup Polestar is getting a $1.6 billion shot of new capital to cushion it against market turbulence. Polestar's affiliate and shareholder Volvo Cars will provide an 18-month, $800 million loan. The other major shareholder, PSD Investment, is committing an equal amount through direct and indirect financing and liquidity support. The infusion comes as Polestar crouches at the starting line of a growth sprint that will see it launch three models and sell 290,000 vehicles by mid-decade. And those are today's headlines. Jamie, how would you compare this L.A. auto show to the Detroit show we were at earlier this year? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a lot more happening. It's a lot, lot hotter show. You know, it, it comes from a different place, right? The Detroit show used to be a real international show like we would see in Frankfurt or Shanghai uh, with CEOs from all over the world. L.A. has always been more of a consumer show to begin with, more of a, a major regional show. Uh, you know, this is such an important car market at such a place for so much car culture. Of course, uh, California and their EV regulations to try to clean up the air. Uh, just a lot of reasons. And, of course, uh, you know, a lot of wealthy people here. So it's a great place for the luxury brands to come. So this show feels like it is really back. And uh, yeah, as opposed to the Detroit show, which is kind of trying to find its new place as a more of a regional show. So uh, definitely some contrast there. Gotcha. Coming up, there's another big auto conference happening this week here in California, just a couple hours down the coast. We'll hear my conversation with automotive news reporter C.J. Moore from Used Car Week in San Diego next on Daily Drive. Slate Money is a weekly roundup of the most important stories from the world of business and finance. Hosted by Felix Salmon, Elizabeth Spires, and me, Emily Peck. Confused by crypto? Can't keep up with the metaverse? Wondering why the price of just about everything keeps rising? The Slate Money Podcast is here for you. Listen to Slate Money every Saturday morning, wherever you get your podcasts. Some dealers say it's not worth taking a trade they won't retail. They say if it doesn't fit their brand, they'd rather pass. Cox Automotive says now you can easily see the profit in any trade and never risk losing that new customer. Introducing Upside by Cox Automotive, the only way to wholesale that turns that old wisdom upside down. Every vehicle you place in the Upside digital auction is backed by our guaranteed minimum price, so you never risk a loss. And when a vehicle sells for more than our guarantee, you keep the lion's share of the Upside. It's a one-of-a-kind auction that gives you an alternative to accepting wholesale losses, and it's built on the principles of the country's top-performing wholesale sellers, so your vehicles have the best possible chance to get bids and get bought. Dealers taking advantage of Upside's game-changing policies are already saying yes to more trades and making more money, all while never risking a loss. Sound too good to be true? Visit TakeTheUpside.com now to learn more. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters with Kellen Walker. Kel, you've been traveling all over the West Coast this week for us at Automotive News. That's right. I just got into L.A. yesterday after checking out Used Car Week in San Diego. And what did you think about it? Surprisingly, I can sum it up, Jamie, in one word. Calm. Mm, that's not the way we see the uh, used car market these days. Yes, but it was surprisingly <laughs> calm. And I talked with Automotive News retail reporter C.J. Moore about her impressions of Used Car Week. Here's our conversation. C.J. Moore, welcome to Daily Drive. Hi, Gail. Thanks for having me. So we're here in San Diego at Used Car Week 2022. Uh, what's been some of the highlights so far this week? Yeah, well, there's 
you know, been a lot of discussion and talk about, uh, you know, the state of the used car market right now in, you know, several of the panels and sessions that we've had here, um, that they've been having here. I think it's safe to say that the general vibe here is dealers being sort of cautious um, and taking sort of a cautious outlook as they finish out the rest of the 2022 sale year and head into, you know, 2023. I mean, we're certainly seeing more uncertainty in the used car market right now than there was in 2021. You know, especially last summer when uh, wholesale prices were up and, you know, retail used car prices were up um, and they were selling like hotcakes, right. so to speak. But the market that we're in right now, this economy that we're in right now, that's kind of changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. With seeing dealers being very cautious, do you sense at all any panic at all from dealers? You know, I wouldn't say panic so much. You know, um, maybe not maybe not yet. I would say that, you know, there's some general concern that demand will just be really affected in the, the next couple of months into next year. There's terminology going around demand destruction. Right? Oh, wow. But, but that, I don't think that's what's happened yet based on what I've heard. Demand for used cars is still present. It's just that the d- dynamics of that demand have changed. Right. And so... Think about consumers who are more concerned about affordability right now with general inflation affecting their, you know, their wallets and higher interest rates, you know, kind of scaring them away from financing, you know, not only new cars, but also um, later model used cars. Right. Do you think for dealers going into 2023, is there at all maybe a sense of optimism at all? Do they feel optimistic going into the new year? I mean, I know we've heard all heard in the news about the, if we're not in it already, a recession and going into a recession, especially into 2023. How are dealers looking at it from that perspective? I know some of them, you know, are like other folks concerned about a recession right. and, and entering into that sort of financial environment. So right now they are... It sounds like they are taking steps to, you know, be very diligent in 2023, you know, about their acquisition strategies, about um, sustainably acquiring used cars to um, put on their lots um, and sell customers. They're trying to, you know, make sure that their profit margin still exists into 2023. So, you know, that means maybe that they're looking at more sustainable ways to 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 acquire those used cars looking at other channels that are you know maybe a little less expensive for them to acquire cars so for instance a lot of the talk um or some of the talk this week has been you know dealers just talking about how they've opened used car buying centers where all they do is buy used cars because consumers bring the cars right to their doorstep and that means the dealers don't have to go to an auction as much and pay an auction fee to acquire cars So, CJ, with dealers being more diligent when it comes to their inventory and getting inventory, do they think this is the step forward to help level some of those prices off since prices have just been dropping so much? Yeah, I think the general expectation so far is that wholesale prices, you know, they've been dropping in 2022 as compared to 2021 when they kept rising. Retail prices are not, you know, falling quite as much they're not leveling off to you know that same level yet but i think the the expectation among dealers is that or i should say among you know people who actually analyze you know the prices and the market those experts are saying you know there will be some 
smoothing out um, of, of prices, but it's, it's just going to be very gradual. Right. So they see light at the end of the tunnel eventually. Yeah, I think, you know, the expectation is there will be some smoothing out that retail prices, you know, will not be nearly as high in 2023 as they were in um, 2022 and 2021. And so I also heard, CJ, that Ernie Garcia, the CEO of Carvana, is going to be here tomorrow. That's right. I can only imagine what he's going to talk about. Do you have any idea? Because I know Carvana's taken a couple big hits this year. You know, they have. Um, they've they've posted back-to-back net losses, um, like pretty big ones um, since the first quarter, and then again in the second and third, $508 million net loss Wow! Uh, in the third quarter. It'll be interesting, super interesting to hear what he has to say. I would hope that he would be, you know, asked. I mean, I imagine he would be asked about, you know, the, the status of the company right. and how it you know, is, is preparing to sort of handle, you know, any sort of lessening demand that starts right. to move into the market. Right. Um, if demand starts to wane even further, because waning demand in 2022 has already, you know, been kind of a, a problem right. for them. They talked about that on their earnings calls. As- so with Carvana taking these, these financial hits they've taken this year, the licensing suspensions in a couple states that they've had to deal with. It's safe to say that he has a lot on his plate. Oh yeah. It yeah. definitely a lot there. Um, you know, we'll look forward to hearing what he has to say. Um, I, I think that, you know, with Carvana being such a large um, retailer in the used uh, vehicle space, mm-hmm. such a presence right. um, that it's been, and it was in 2021, especially when it, um, was just really kind of thriving because of the, the pandemic environment and people staying at home to buy cars as opposed to going into the dealerships. Um, they were doing well. They were on a, a pattern of growth. They were right. on a growth trajectory, I should say. And now it's just the environment has um, changed considerably. And I, I imagine that, you know, I mean, hopefully he'll talk about, you know, that you know, right. tomorrow. Right. Well, you'll be the first to know, and I'll be the first one to ask you about it. Thank you so much, CJ, for joining us on Daily Drive. Yeah, Kel, thanks for having me. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. And I'm Kelly Walker. Thanks to Automotive News Coordinating Producer Jake Neer for his help on today's podcast. You can get the latest news on Used Car Week, the L.A. Auto Show, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. That's also where you can find our live blog of everything going on here at the L.A. Show as it's happening in real time. Make sure you check that out. Come back tomorrow for more of our coverage of the LA Auto Show, as well as a conversation about the right way for dealers to greet customers in the service lane. If you enjoy the podcast, remember to like, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.